episode whatever, take three. I just text Rick. I said, here we go. Say a oh prayer. Oh my gosh, dude. No, but just for good measure, the sound is recording. Yes. Uh, yes. The okay. sound is recording. So all the cards are in the cameras. <laughs> I formatted them all. They all have minutes on them. I don't know why that one's yellow, but say, it, say a prayer. It, say yellow, a prayer. That one's yellow. That one's red. That one's green. Who knows what's happening? Cheers. We, we... No, there really is one. I took Delilah's sippy cup and I took the lid off of it and I'm... Look, you didn't even close the door. We still can't get Dude. it right. Okay. So really quickly, we have been through a lot these past couple of days. Um... <laughs> We, we usually do the episodes and we record them on Tuesday. That way Rick has time to deliver quality episodes to you guys. I had a Friday. whole cute getup, a cute little top, my little lacy bra <laughs> peeking out, looking good. And we got in a fight on the podcast and, and surprise, surprise. Yeah, no, no, but it was not your, your normal podcast fight. It was, it was, um, we were both tired and grumpy and, and mean to each other and and we missed we, each other we missed each other and we decided okay let, let's just scrap that one because it, it you know and i know some of you are like no steve but you know we really want to see it no it was it no was, we're gonna bury and burn the footage <laughs> i was gonna say something with enough yeah it's not your tooth right there of course i do because um, that's the kind of episode it is <laughs> did you get it because no, i get just it. ate black bean corn salsa uh, make sure you zoom in rick on uh, renee picking her teeth there you go i got it um so then we're like okay you know what let's start over let's regroup let's let's hug let's kiss let's make up we made up. We, we actually, we, Steve like walked out of the episode of the podcast. He was so unhappy about it. And we like literally had a talk and so, we worked through our argument. So we're like, okay, well let's, uh, let's get in there we and, have to and, an and episode. do it again. But then Rick says, well, I can't, I can't be there to, to produce. I've, I'm busy with right. other stuff. So I reserved time for you. You guys screwed it up. Move on. We're like, okay, we'll do it on our own. So we did it on our own. Uh, but because I, I, we didn't have an episode last week, we didn't want to go another week without an episode. No, we're not going to go another week without an episode. And that's why we're here. Right. Because right. we, about an hour and a half ago, we're like, all right, boom, 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 let's do it. And, and it was a really good episode. I was really happy with the discussion, the things we were talking about. And then all of a sudden, um, there was no card. Oh, that's my there was no card in the sound. No, you and there. Yes, that's correct. There was no card in the sound. So Steve thought he hit the record button, but it didn't matter because it was not recording. And then one of our cameras, we'd recorded some other stuff on it. And, and we so there was like, no space. It was, yeah, it was, so who knows when it stopped recording in the middle of the episode. So it is a shit show. And but third time is a charm, baby. You know, Except I, for wives. Look, I, I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely believe in God. And I think God is like, oh, y'all want to fight? All right. <laughs> How important yeah. is this argument yeah. to you, really? Yeah. Y'all behave yourselves and do it again. <laughs> Oh, guess what? Because do it again. I don't, I don't want to talk about it <laughs> We're anymore. Not. We're not going to talk about I it. I don't want to talk about it um, anymore. I'm done. Anymore. But it, <laughs> <laughs> you, you were asking me, you're like, you know, why are you laughing? Because you, you get to a certain place. And I, and I, I honestly believe that the, the sooner you can get to this place, uh-huh. the happier you'll be. Nothing really bothers me anymore. You know, I, I, uh, I've learned to... You know, this is something that comes with age. You know, the, the, the people that say don't sweat the small stuff, mm-hmm. it's such a hacky thing to say, right? And people say right. it all the time. But it's true. It's like, I, you know, I don't have a time machine. 
right? I, I can't go back in time and hit record properly and put in the card. I can't, yeah. right? Yeah. I can't go back in time and, and relive the argument we had. All yeah. I can do is move forward, you know? So that's why I was laughing because I'm like, you know what? It is what it is, yeah. right? We have made a commitment to several people and the family out there that we would do these podcasts. I enjoy the podcast. We appreciate like that you guys them. keep watching. No, we love it. And, and it has become a lot of fun for Renee and I, but, but that's also why we, because we appreciate everyone watching every week, we didn't want to put out an episode that we felt like was just watching two people bicker. Well, it wasn't even bickering. It was, it was inside petty bullshit. Yeah, it really was. And yeah. and that's why we dumped the episode. But, but again, you know, I, I'm not worried about it, you know, and it's one of those things. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm going crazy because my weed eater <laughs> is getting cold. Because we got more stuff to do. We hadn't planned on this week's podcast yeah, episode I, taking I us three had in hours. My head, I'm going to weed eat the whole property. Yeah. Right. I already had my weed eaters out. I feel it up. You're anxious. I, oh, and you know what's crazy is, is, you know, as, as much as I am in the yard, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. So I figured out a way to put the, um, <laughs> string on the, the, um, weed eater, uh -huh. right? And, and putting string in a weed eater is hard, right? I wouldn't know. And, and the way that I do it is I thread it myself and it takes forever, right? Okay. And then I put it back on so that when I pump it, more string comes out, right? Yeah. And the way I do it takes forever. And then Jeff comes over and he's like, no, dude. You learned a new technique? Yeah, I learned a new trick. He goes, do it like this. And, and I here like, I thought you guys were breaking something. No. I drove in and I pulled into the driveway. And no, like, Jeff was showing me a here. move, dude. And, no. and I never thought at this age I could be taught new... <laughs> New uh, landscaping moves. That someone you know. had more manly knowledge than you had? Well, it's not fair because Jeff's dad owned a nursery. Oh, so that's how that's why you always go to him with sprinkler questions. Yes. Okay. Jeff knows what's up, right? So he showed me a new trick and, and he was like, who's your daddy, bitch? Because he was so happy to teach me something, right? Because I'm always at his house like, dude. Yes. Oh, my God. You, know. you guys, the mosquitoes right now in lots of Texas, in many parts of Texas are so bad from all the rain we've been getting. And so I told Steve, I said, how would you call yourself a man and you don't own a mosquito fogger? And like within 24 hours, you're out there. You, but I didn't know you were going to go and buy like a whole mosquito smoke blowing it, it, machine. It worked, man. It, like, it, it doesn't it, make it, a difference. Oh yeah. It spooked them off. And that was freaking awesome. Okay, But now you have to do it every 14 days. Yes. They're on well, a 14 day cycle. You know, when it gets bad again, I'll do it. But, but it was like, Jeff was like, who's your daddy bitch. And I'm like, you are, you're my daddy. Like, <laughs> Cause it was such a, it was but such you can a, borrow my mosquito blower anytime. Yeah. Well, I'm always like, Hey dude, what are you doing that? Use that tool. I got the tool for you. Right. Um, but it was, it was cool that he came over and showed me, um, a new technique. that move. So now I'm all excited to get out there and, and weeded it up. And then yeah. we wasted an entire hour of which, by the way, that the second episode that did not get recorded, I thought was great. I thought it was awesome. And I was still kind of about I, it. Well, well, because because you're losing. <laughs> no, when no, you because lose. I was trying to let you talk, and I realized that, and this is probably normal amongst couples, but your perspective on things is often very different than my perspective on things, and we know this. I am. I, yes, I'm absolutely aware of that. But when you give me your perspective. 
I respect your perspective and I hear your perspective and I adjust accordingly because I understand that your perspective is very real to you. Yeah. And that's why we have arguments because just because I have a different perspective, it is not real to you and it is not right. And you are right. And I am wrong. And that's why we fight. Pretty but, much. No. Yes. But we don't want to get into <laughs> any more fighting. We're here to keep marriages together. Yes. We're here to keep marriages together. I don't want divorce lawyers using our podcast to, <laughs> to strum Just up that business. No, to strum up business. Like, I know you guys are very happy, but y'all should get into this podcast <laughs> of this guy and this girl. First of all, he has no business with her and he, she knows that. Um, I love you. But we missed, we, 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 we missed, um, <laughs> we missed sitting around the table last week so much that we thought we'd do it three times this week. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because you're like, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'm like, really, dude? Really? Uh, Somebody's been reading the comments. No, um, um, I actually have wine in my cup. <laughs> do you really have wine in your cup I really right now? I have wine in my cup. Really? Yeah, because this is the third time we've done this podcast. It reminds me of a uh, Randy Rogers song. What's that? Uh, his new album is Wine in My, in my oh, Coffee Cup. Oh, Wine in cup. Her Coffee Cup? Yeah. Um, anyway, to talk about the past couple weeks. Yes. Um, so just a, a quick update on Delilah. Delilah has been the squishiest of the squishies. She's getting her to be a little chunky monkey. Oh my gosh, dude. She's so squishy. She is squishy. I, I love, I'm loving it. She's sitting on my lap. She's hanging out. She's, I walk in the room and she sees me and smiles and, it, and everything is. If only I could get her to sleep throughout the night without that dang pacifier. Well, hopefully, That's you know, it. very soon, probably in the next month, she'll be strong enough to, um, to do it herself. So I don't know. Or also like, I think maybe we just need like no guests for a couple of weeks or a week. And that way I can just let her cry it out. I don't know. Garrett was not a pacifier baby. So this is like all new territory for me. Um, and then, and, and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. So I have started taking personal lessons with, um, the guy that owns the mixed martial arts, uh, gym. Mm -hmm. Uh, we call him chief. Yes. Um, and, and we've actually, started really, you know, hanging out together and, and, you know, he, he does Tuesday, Wednesdays and we train together Chief and then Pool. Chief Pool and, you know, I share with him, you know, different ways. He basically comes and kicks Steve's butt really is what happens. That's what happens. Yes. He like that is, puts you in all these maneuvers and moves that you can't get out of till you say, okay, I've had enough. Yes. Tap thanks, out. thanks for telling everybody that I get beat up <laughs> every day. Well, I mean, he's like a freaking third degree black belt or he's been training. And for he's not a big guy. Like he's smaller in stature than you are. Not to rub it in or anything, but. He's not smaller than me. He's lighter than me. <laughs> yeah. He's not smaller than me, <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> anyway, you know, we, we, we are starting to hang out a little more, you know, and, and mm -hmm. um, we're helping each other out. I'm at the studio with Garrett, uh -huh. right? At the dojo. Yes. Uh, Garrett's taking his class and Anthony's not there anymore, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I talked to Chief Paul uh, about him. I'm like, dude, what, so what happened to Anthony? You know, the, the kid that I sent to California. Oh, we talked about it on the podcast, yeah, and, right? And, and, and people are like, oh, what's what the update? What happened to Anthony? Well, Anthony came home apparently and said, look, I need to take my training more seriously. Uh-huh. And he decided to quit and train with other pro kickboxers. 
Oh, really? So, you know, Chief was like, hey, man, I told him he could cha- train here. Now, you know, that's one of the reasons I like um, where Garrett uh, works out. It's called Extreme mm-hmm. here in New Braunfels. One of the reasons I like it is because they're big on discipline. Yeah. They're big. They're really big about the kids. And they're not, they, they don't want to train UFC fighters. Yeah. Right. They're, they're trying to make better men, better women. Right. Um, one of the things that they do in the evenings is, is they have an evening class, boxing class for guys with Parkinson's and females with Parkinson's. Cause it has been proven that it helps that keeping it helps. active. And so he does a free class. So he's all about community. He's all about, you know, raising good men, yeah. you know, can you go compete? Yes. They give you that option. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I like that. I look, I don't want, I'm, there's no way I want my son to go use his face as a punching bag. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not, I don't have him in mixed martial arts so that he can uh, become Do comedy a instead. Use your soul as a punching bag. Your soul. That was kind of <laughs> funny. You my- tried, you tried really hard. More wine. <laughs> um, but, but uh, you know, that's one of the reasons I like it there. Right. Mm-hmm. But at so Anthony ends up walking in the door. While you were there. While I was there. And I'm like, Hey dude, do you get and, to talk to him? Yeah. And, and I gave him a hug and I said, I go, what's going on, man? He's like, dude, he's like, I'm just, you know, I, I, I really want to take it serious and I really want to make it my life, you know? So now he's training with a couple other professional kickboxers uh-huh. in San Antonio. And we'll, I mean, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens, what comes out of it. Um, you know, he was obviously very grateful for the opportunity I gave him. Yeah. Um, I, I do hope that, that I don't, I didn't give him a, a false sense of you should do this. Yeah. You know, but he's doing it. He's, he's decided that he's going to go and give it a real shot. So that's exciting. Yeah. You know? No, I'm glad you got to catch up with him because we hadn't, we hadn't heard from him. And my thought was that like you sent him off on this adventure and it like crushed his dreams or something. So it's good to well, know that. Look, I don't know what happened over there. Okay. Yeah. I have not had a chance to talk to my friend, Victor Ortiz, uh, specifically about it. So I have no idea what happened over there. All I know is that, that Anthony said he had a good time. He trained every day. He enjoyed being yeah. there. He comes back, quits his job and now is training professionally. That's what I know. Yeah. Okay. And, and you know, at the end of the day, like I said, I don't, I'm not, my goal is not to gain anything from him or sponsor him as a fight or anything like that. Yeah. I just, Hey, here's an opportunity. I gave it to you. Do what you will with it. But I'm also here, Anthony, if he needs anything, yeah, you know, if he needs help, right. To pursue his dream. So yeah. that was cool. Then another thing that we did yesterday, which I thought was crazy for him to do. Uh-huh. Um, he is, he has started a, a self-defense class. Mm-hmm. Uh, for specifically for women. Oh, so, I didn't realize yep. that it's a female class. It's a female class. You come in, he trains you in self-defense. Okay. And a lot of places do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, he also um, trains you in self-defense and he also teaches you how to use pepper spray as a weapon. Right. So mm-hmm. you walk out there. I mean, the pepper spray is this big. Okay. Right. And it's like that big around. Yeah. You, you, you carry it with you. Um, you know, if you feel in, you know, it's on your keychain, and if you're feeling endangered, you hold on to it. Right. Yeah. And you're, and the crazy part about this thing, it, it shoots like eight feet. Right. So chief 
wanted to do a video that could possibly show somebody, hey, you've thought about pepper spray. This is what it does. How it works. Right. So here you have Chief, who's a young man who has been training in, in the art of mixed martial arts for over 20 years. I don't want to lie about his credits, but he's uh, a three-time or four-time black belt or whatever that is. Yeah. He's way up there, right? Yeah. Um, he trained with a guy named Machado, who's a famous I was going to say, I don't know a lot of no, mixed right. martial arts, but I recognize the name. Yeah. The, the point I'm trying to make is this is a bad dude, man. I mean, this is a tough guy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and he has competed. He was a D1. Yeah. Um, has some serious mental yeah. power too. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's, that's what he does. Mentally strong. So we go, we set up cameras. He has one of his students, um, spray him in the face with pepper spray. And of course me and Timmy and Garrett, my son Garrett's there. Right. But you know, he wanted to show like, cause a lot of people go, well, well, if this guy has grabbed me uh-huh. now, what? Right. Right. This guy's on top of me. Now what? Right. Right. This guy has tackled me or hit me or whatever. Now what? Right. So in the video, chief grabs her, throws her on the ground and she pops him. I mean, she freaking. So like how close? I mean, two feet so much so that it shot up his nose. Oh, so I have it all on video. Right. And, and chief is like, I'm trying, I'm trying to, cause I'm like directing this video and I'm producing and I'm like, uh-huh. how does it feel? He can't even talk. I mean, when I tell you it stopped him cold, I mean, he literally was in the fetal position on his hands and knees, just like he couldn't even touch his face anymore. He goes, Oh my God. Every time I touch my, like his face was, why could he not touch his face? Cause then it's then you move it around. Oh, you, okay. you know, you move the stuff around. So the girl's able to get away. Yeah. Audie is her name. She was able to get away, but she was like, <laughs> like <laughs> coughing. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm, I'm literally asking questions like, Hey, was it worth it? Right. Were you able to get away or how bad are you hurting? And she's like, I'm not like that. Yeah. She's like, I, I, she was, cause we were always, we were using the idea that, you know, H E B the grocery store. Uh-huh. She goes, I would already be in H E B calling nine one one. Well, and, and, and chief was not going anywhere. Still on the ground. Couldn't even open his eyes. He would try to open his eyes uh-huh. and immediately close them back. Cause it burnt that bad. Could he speak? He could speak a little. Um, he, the, he said he did it before and he couldn't speak because it was the, um, they had shot him from like six feet. So the mist just the like mist, went everywhere. Right. It just kind of okay. went everywhere. He couldn't breathe, couldn't talk this time. I mean, she pops him in the nose and the eyes and he, he can talk a little, but he is done. He is done. And I thought to I myself, I want to see the video now. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I thought to myself, you know, I need to get Renee one. Right. Yeah. I should have one in my vehicle. You know, I, I always, and you know this, I always have a gun in all my cars Yeah. because I refuse to be a victim. However, you know, as a grown man, knowing what I know in life, I don't ever, ever want to have to kill somebody ever. Right. But don't get me wrong. If it's me or my family, I'm going to do what I have to do. However, to me, the mace is a not, or the, it's not mace. I was going to say for spray. me, so, oh, sorry, for it's me. It's pepper spray. For me, this is step one, right? Well, and it sounds like that's enough to. Oh my God. Like, well, that's, that safe. was what was surprising to me 
is that it stopped this man completely. Yeah. Right? So she was able to shoot him close and get away. But this thing shoots like six or seven feet. Yeah. So there is a, a, you know, if you're being threatened, if somebody's being aggressive with you, right? Yeah. To where you can hold it out and go, look, stay away from me. Right. Right? And if they persist, to be able to pepper, pepper spray somebody and know that you didn't kill them, but also know that they're not going anywhere for 20 minutes. So chances are you can call authorities. You can call authorities and, get and you them. can go, hey, man, I had a problem in the grocery store parking lot. This guy grabbed me, pursued me. I warned him. I shot him with pepper spray. And there he is. Right. Yeah. So to me, it's like, hey, man, what a great what a great weapon to have to defend yourself, to protect yourself and not kill somebody. Yeah. Right. Because you never want to lethally take somebody's life. Yeah. It'll ruin your life. I don't care why you did it. I don't care what happened. Right. Whether you're defending your family and that, and it is just, yeah, it's still going to ruin your life. For sure. That's right. a heavy topic. I didn't know we were right. not going to talk about our argument and get into such a heavy topic. You, that's not fair. She told me, let's not talk about the argument. So we did, but and we have, now you just brought well, us back. Because we have two weeks worth of stuff to talk about since we didn't podcast. No, but I, I thought it was interesting because I, I would I want to get you to take a self-defense class. Yeah. Okay, number one. Number two, if you're not willing to take... Uh, the self-defense well, sometimes class you feel they're so hokey like i feel like i took one in college and it just seems like not realistic applications and and that's why that's why chief wanted to film this girl being thrown to the ground and being able to defend herself and i'm all about with, the pepper spray with because, the pepper spray yeah i'm all about right it. you know we had i had i had bought you the cat yeah, but even that you know, feels. I mean, when I was but, in New York, again, I would walk around with it or LA. I, would walk uh, I bought with Renee it, a but. cat where she can put her fingers through the eyes and the, the ears are actually spears and it looks like a cat. She can hold yeah. it. The, the metal spears come I out of it. I had it on my keychain. Had it on your keychain. Yeah. But, but even that, like, that means that you're in a physical altercation with right. someone. Yeah. And this avoids that. Yeah. Right? This is something that you can go, I'm done with you, man. Right. Well, what I loved about it is I didn't realize when you hear mace or pepper spray. I, pepper spray, not mace. I learned sorry, my lesson. Yeah. Pepper spray. You assume that they have to be within like a certain distance, but this particular one, six feet, that chief was using. Yeah, they can be far away, so you don't even have to wait till they're like physically attacking you. Yeah, you if, can. If you, you can, feel threatened from a yeah, distance, you can from a distance go. Listen, man or woman or whoever, right? Stay away from me. I'm warning you, and they, right. they, if they proceed, you can freaking pop them and get yeah. out of there, right? So, I, I would recommend the self defense class for you, you know. Yeah. And, and then, you know, that was another thing talking to um, Audie is her name, and, mm -hmm. and she's 22 years old. She goes to um, Texas State. She's mm -hmm. a college kid, and she goes, "Hey, my dad worries about me, right? And now that I've been taking self defense classes and and mixed martial arts, yeah, she goes. So she started with the self defense, and loved it so much that she now does mixed martial arts, right? Mm -hmm. She goes, my dad feels so much better that I am out there knowing what I know now, yeah. And I can understand that, sure. Right? That's a good feeling of." Hey, she's not, she's, uh, she's prepared. It's a, she's, it's a she's feeling prepared. of being prepared. She's thought about it. And, and I talked to her about it and I said, Hey, 
you know, before you, you, cause this is the second time she sprayed chief. Mm -hmm. I said, before you did that, I go, now that you've seen it, mm -hmm. now that you've done it, do you feel more confident using it? And she goes, yeah, she goes, because I didn't know, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. I don't know if I spray somebody and I just pissed them off. Right. Or, or how much time you have. Right. Are or, they really going to hurt me now? Right. Right. So she goes, man. So that's another reason that, that chief wanted to do the video so that if you're not her actually spraying it or you have questions, is it hokey? Is it actually going to really stop right. somebody from how much time does this buy how me? How much time do I have? Right. So right. now you have this video that you can go and look at and go, oh man, like, I mean, when I tell you. Not only did not only did she stop him completely, that he just stayed on his knees, and he was miserable. Yeah. Right. I mean, he couldn't open his eyes. Right. She could. She could have gone up there, kicked him in the face. She could have emptied the whole can of mace. Yeah. In his face, because she's walking around talking to me, and she's like, "Don't get me wrong. She was a little coffee, and a little miserable. Uh huh. So if 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 ten is the max. Where Chief was, uh -huh. she was probably at a three. Okay. If I were to gauge it, she was at a three. But am I correct? And my understanding is that if you are spraying it further away, yeah. So the last she time, she would not have felt the effects anything. if she was spraying him. She far didn't away. feel anything. The last time. Yeah. But this time, he was literally on top of her, and he reared up like he was going to hit her. Yeah. And she freaking popped. So she's. Two feet, three feet max yeah. of him on top of her. And then she just pushed him aside and got out of there. Right. And it all happened. Quick. Very quick. You know, and, and look, uh, you know, we always talk about, you know, um, th this culture that we're in where it's like, oh, my gosh. But look, the bottom line is people, there's crazy people out there. Right. We see yeah. it on the news every day. And to me, for you, I already told Chief, I go, look, dude, I need I need four of these. Yeah. Right. I need some in my car. And even for me as a grown man who fought all my, I fought all my life. I'm not afraid to get in a fight. Right. I, I'm now training with chief and I feel much stronger and much more smart in my ability to fight. Right. I'm not a weak guy. Yeah. I would prefer to have the mace. I mean the, the pepper spray. Sure. I would prefer to, to not be in a, in a confrontation at all. Yeah. Right. Thinking of my family, thinking of my kids, thinking of, of my wife. Yeah. Right. Thinking of my career. I never want to be in an altercation. Sure. Right. And, you know, they always say that, oh, man, what are you? What are you? You're, you're not man enough to fight me. No, I'm not. I'm more of a man than you because I want to go home. Yeah. I want to be there for my kids. I want to be there for my wife. And if, if pepper spray is the answer. Right. And it yeah. gets me out of my whatever situation. Yeah. I, I could end up in. You know, I always hear this story and I, man, I think about it all the time. This guy gets surrounded by motorcycles mm. and they ended up killing him in front of his family. And it's like, if this guy has mace, dude, spray everybody. Yeah. Right. And, and you open your window and I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Right. So it's a really interesting video. And, and as, as we move forward and edit it and, and mm -hmm. get it together, I'm going to show. And so what he's doing is not only is he, is he selling the mace and, and doing a in-person um, class, mm -hmm. you'll be able to take it online. 
There's, there's, oh. there's exercises, there's, you know, he's teaching you yeah. online yeah. because he says, I mean, like you, you know, is it bullshit? You know, do I really need it? Do I want to pay for it and go in and, and, yeah. you know, cause for me, I've always been interested in, and I'm a huge boxing fan. Always been interested in, in martial arts. Yeah. You know, um, I trained a little bit in my twenties and I loved it. So it was intimidating for me, right? It was intimidating for me to go in there and start taking classes, right? It's intimidating. To actually go into the gym, you mean? To actually go into the, the dojo. gym, the dojo and, and train with other guys. It's intimidating. Yeah. You know, and it's scary and it's like, you know, hey man, I'm a fish out of water here and, and it, it feels like the first day of high school again as a grown yeah. man. You're in a, you're a freshman in a class of seniors. Yeah. I'm a freshman in a class of seniors and everybody, and then, and then not only that, everybody knows who I am. So they're like, Hey Steve, Trini, like, you know, yeah. so it, it was very intimidating for me. So I can imagine for somebody like yourself and you're not, you're not afraid of classes. You do classes, no. but to go, Hey, you're coming into a class and you're going to fight. Yeah. It's intimidating. Yeah. You know, so hopefully the video comes out, um, after what I saw. Uh-huh. After what I saw with my eyes. Yes. I will get you mace. I mean, uh, pepper spray. Yeah. And, you know, I keep calling it mace and chief corrected me because they don't use mace anymore. Because apparently if you're drunk, mace doesn't do shit. Really? Yeah. So mace would do nothing to me. I'm drunk right now. <laughs> you're drunk. I'm not. Um, I'm not even halfway. So I would highly recommend to, yeah. the, to the people out there to go out Get yourself pepper spray because, you know, um, you, we don't want to hear, you know, somebody lost a life. Yeah. Right. That's horrible. Yeah. But if you can protect yourself and not kill somebody. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You I'm, know, I'm about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to a, uh, oh, let's talk about something else. We don't want to, we don't want to get in there. We'll talk about Philadelphia. Yeah, you, or, or is you, it's you been, well, no, it's been two weeks of you traveling and we haven't been with you just that I, that I think we miss you that, and, and that, um, it feels like the world is getting back to normal, like your road gigs. We didn't travel with you this time because you were in places that are still kind of not fully open. Oh, they're still doing the whole COVID thing. It's, and, and it's, it's, it's almost, um, I don't want to say comical cause that's mean, but it, it, it's, it's nonsensical, it's I think, because we do certain things in certain places, well, well, no, but not because, in other places. Well, right. like, and it and just also feels because living in Texas, not so logical, living in Texas, we've been living a normal life minus having to wear masks for a while. Yeah. And when I'm in um, Philadelphia and there's an 1130 curfew and people are still wearing double masks and people are coming up to me saying this is the first time we've gone out since the shutdown i'm like yeah. holy crap like i don't know how they handled it mentally yeah um but it was a very big deal uh philadelphia was was a, a big deal for me and i and i want to thank all the people from philadelphia for coming out because they came out in gangs and we ended up selling out every single show and we would have added more shows had there not been a curfew yeah um so i just want to thank, thank philly and and i will be going back to Philly, but I really want to thank Philly because in that town, me and dad were able to, um, enjoy each other's company. 
we were you went just you and your dad well, and road manager timmy yep and then and then dan and um chewy his wife our girlfriend showed up uh well, i should say wife because you know she lives there right yeah um they came out and i mean you know i was uh, everybody's you know has been very concerned about my dad and I, i've been very concerned and um mentally my dad is struggling he is um has headaches all the time yeah. uh he's grumpy he's ornery he's because i think he's dealing with the headaches and i think he's dealing with other pain that he's not well isn't getting diagnosed and treated he, well he's a vietnam vet and he's has been struggling with ptsd for a very very long time and um you know one of the things that was was heartbreaking for me is you know we all went to vegas together and we ended up in the hospital Remember, dad ended up in the hospital. On the flight home. He, on the flight home. Your dad, um, he collapsed in the airport yeah. on our layover, and, and, and we ended up it was scary stuck in Because my dad's been through so much. I mean, from triple bypass to surviving cancer to surviving yeah. Vietnam, and, and I don't want to get into those details. But um, it was scary. And then, you know, I was in the hospital with him, and the nurse comes in, and she says, hey, you know, I'm going to have a very serious conversation with you. Do you want your son to leave? And I'm like, oh my God, like what? he the nurse said that to your dad? Yes. Asking like if he wanted you to leave. Yes. Okay, gotcha. And I was like, oh my God, like, what are we gonna talk about? Is he gonna die? Like, you yeah. Know? And my dad goes, No, we can talk in front of him, you know. And the nurse said, Well, it says here that that, you know, suicide is is constantly on your mind. And I was like, man, I, I mean, I know he struggles with PTSD, mm-hmm. you know, and I know he struggles with uh, what happened to him in Vietnam. And I don't want to get into it. But um, to hear the nurse and my dad's such a macho. I mean, my dad is the epitome of macho tough guy. Yeah. Um, to hear that, it's like, man, I, I you know, and, and he would have night terrors and and, and you've heard him have mm-hmm. them here at the house. And, and he would um, lose his mind and his dreams and, and I mean, lose it, you yeah. know, um, it scared you last time. Cause that was the first time for you. Yeah. Um, you know, you hear all this banging in our guest room and, and there's blood cause dad cut himself and, and Sarah's coming out. My stepmom going, Oh my God, he's having a dream, you know? Um, and it's very scary. And I grew up with that, you know? Yeah. So, but my dad loves this country. And I, I know how much he loves this country as much as I do. And, and I said, Dad, I'm going to Philadelphia. And last time I went, I had such a great time with all the history. I said, Dad, the Liberty Bell's there. Independence Hall's there, right? And Dad goes, I want to go. And I'm like, sweet. But I truly was worried. Like, everybody yeah. was. Everybody was like, Sarah's calling you going, oh, my God. Like he, I hope they get through this. Because Dad and I, growing up, were very, very close. You but but you guys have a very volatile relationship too. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. And then it got to the point where Dad and I would would go and get into it. I yeah. Mean, sometimes physically, Dad and I would would get into it, right? Um, and I always wanted us to have our relationship back. You know. Yeah. So you know, I reached out. Hey man, you want to go? And and he did. And and man, we had a fantastic weekend together. Dad and I laughed. We had a good time. We, we both love casinos. We both love America. <laughs> How um, convenient. There's a casino across from the hotel. Well, and, and what was crazy is like, he was like, I want to do this. I didn't and know I Philly had casinos. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And well, then dad was like, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I want to get on that bus tour. I'm like, you got it, buddy. Right. And we, we did the bus tour together. The double decker bus. Yeah. We did the whole thing and it was, dad loved it. And I loved being with him and it was just a really great weekend, Philly. So thank you for that because Philly will forever be like, oh, me and dad had a good time, had a great time together. Uh, he wasn't angry. He wasn't mean. He wasn't aggressive. He was, yeah. you know, and, and there was never a moment of aggression. There was never a moment of, I have a headache or, yeah. you know, I mean, he, and it was a quick trip too. you guys like flew out Friday back in Sunday. And, and that was, you know, he, he had, he had come to visit us for Easter uh-huh. and then literally one minute he's gone. Yeah, he just left. He didn't say bye. He just left. He didn't say bye. He just left. And, and we thought like, maybe he went to the hotel to rest, but he like left, left. He just left. Yeah. And, and I call my sister and Victoria goes, oh, he called me. He said that, that he got really mad and, and had a really bad headache and left. And I'm like, oh my God, like I just want my dad, you know? Yeah. So thank you, Philly, for just a wonderful weekend. And it was tough because, you know, I'm missing you guys a lot. Yeah. And, and normally, you know, you guys would travel with me at least every other week. Right. Yeah. But then we go to Brea, California and normally California, you're all about it. For sure. For sure. We have friends there and, um, and it's always a good time. The weather's great. I'm always excited to go back to California for a visit. Um, but, but this time I was just afraid that stuff was going to be shut down. So the kids and I were just going to be stuck in a hotel room and it's like, what's the, What's the point of going through the trouble to travel with the two kids if you're just going to be sitting in a hotel room, especially with Delilah? Then it's like we're more comfortable if we have our house, our comfy house and room to spread out. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, as a couple and uh, financially and, and as a team. Right. The expense of the traveling expense with of it, It's like, well, you know, we're trying to catch back up from being unemployed. Yeah. Right. We're trying to get back in the groove of things. And, and you know, it was one of those where it's like. Well, let's not risk going and spending the money if we can't do anything. Yeah. And that was the case. I mean, Disneyland, yeah. you can't go to Disneyland unless you're a California resident. Well, Everything like was closed. Right now, Delilah's at the age where like with, with Garrett, we were at children's museums and aquariums and zoos. And like, I want to be able to do that with her in the backpack. But if like, if we can't go to a children's museum because they're not letting kids touch things, like what's, what's right. the point? But I will say that it was great to be on that stage. It was great to have the family come out, which is the fans, uh-huh. right? And, you know, so cool when I hear, come, you know, and we did meet and greet, you know, and I said, I go, hey, I'm doing meet and greet. Did, did you have to ask the club? The club was okay with it? Have, okay have with other it. acts been doing meet and greets? And no. Well, it's, I'm the, I was the first week. Second oh, week. that they're the back up. Of oh, that's right. Because that's the other thing is that like they'll we'll put a show out and start advertising it, and then it's sold out, and then the comedy club will be like, "Well, guidelines have changed. We can add twenty more tickets or forty more tickets to each show." So, um, yeah, we, well, things yeah. are changing that way too. Yeah, no, and it was it was great. And you know, afterwards, I said, "Hey guys, if you want to do a meet and greet, you know, if you feel comfortable, I'm going to do it." Yeah, and it was so great to. Shake people's hands. Oh, and, I bet you miss you know, that. Oh, I know you I miss, miss that. it so much. And I love every comment. And, you know, I have, a, you know, just a moment with them. But I try to make sure that that moment is is with them and only them. You yeah. Know, I, don't, I don't like to be distracted. I try really hard to go, hey, I want you to know yeah. that I'm really happy that you came to my show. 
And I want them to feel that, right? right. And I, I go out of my way to make them feel that. So sometimes I always get like a little bit of a conversation. And that, uh-huh. those are the things I missed, right? Now, I when, know you did. Well, because you get up on stage and you do your thing and people laugh. So there is there is a sense of interaction, but more for them, I think, than for you. Like, because you're up on that stage by yourself. Well, So for the connection is like really when you get to talk to them afterwards. Well, what was crazy is so next door they have a place called um, Copper Blues. You know, they have yeah, the Copper yeah, yeah. Blues. And um, I was backstage after doing meet and greet and, and kind of hanging out and wrapping things up. We had a lot of industry guests that, yeah. that we won't talk about right now, but hanging out with them, doing my thing. And then afterwards I was like, man, you know what? You know, I love to smoke my cigar and, and I go, man, I'm going to go um, next door have a drink, smoke a cigar. And then I walk into Copper Blues. There's probably 20 people there. Uh-huh. And I, I get a standing ovation. And everybody just starts clapping. And I was <laughs> I was so uncomfortable, man. And it was, uh, uh, I felt like uh, the movie Doc Holliday. Uh-huh. Uh, not Doc Holliday, Tombstone. Uh-huh. When, the, when the performers walk into the bar and uh-huh. everybody stops and they like clap for them. And I was yeah. like, hey, like, <laughs> thank you, you know. But it was just, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, was I uncomfortable? Yes. But did it make me feel great? Absolutely. And yes. it, it just, you know, and they were like, hey, will you take a picture with us? I'm like, absolutely. Of course. You yeah. know, which by the way, I always tell people, if you ever see me in public, I'm much more comfortable if you come and say hello. Yeah. Like the the snickering and the staring. Oh, and it's the, not snickering. Snickering, not snickering is, is like, mean. No, but no, you but mean like, like the, the uh, you know. The peeping. Yeah, like people just kind of staring yeah. at me or, or if you if you catch us having an argument, just come up and interrupt. <laughs> yeah, Say hello. Us. Help us. <laughs> but it was like in Fort you know, and and you you were walking behind me in Fort Worth. I'm walking and you hear that's Steve Trevino. That's Steve Trevino. Dude, ask him for a picture. And I'm like, just ask me. Yeah. Like I'm happy to stop and shake your hand. I'm happy to take that photo with you because I want to thank you, right? And I appreciate yeah. you. But I, where I really get uncomfortable is when I know you're looking at me, you know, I can yeah. feel it yeah, yeah. and I know, you know who I am and I know you want to come say hi, just come say hi. Yeah. You know, and my favorite, if we're being honest. Well, I think, I think people don't know, like sometimes people want to be respectful, like we're doing something with our children or, you know, yeah, but being mean? respectful doesn't mean you just stare at us. <laughs> like, you know, you go, Oh crap, that's Steve Trevino and Captain Evil and their kids. Uh, I'm going to keep walking. That was cool. That's normal. Yeah. Right. I had a, somebody took a picture of my back and they were like, that's Steve Trevino. And I'm like, dude, I would have taken a picture with you. <laughs> like, why do you take a, I take a picture of me to the side? I mean, I look good. I look good. But, um, and I mean, the best thing you can do to any, you know, let me, two things. If you come up to me and shake my hand and go, man, I think you're great. Yeah. And you're really funny and I'm a big fan. Uh-huh. Thank you. And I would say thank you back, and we shake hands, and you get you 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 leave. Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah, that's a great move, right? Uh-huh. Another great move. Yes, is that Steve Trevino? I'm a fan. I want to take a picture with him. Pull your cell phone out. Have get, it ready. Have it ready. <laughs> get your cell phone uh-huh. ready to go. Selfie mode. Walk, yeah, selfie <laughs> mode. Walk up and go, dude. I'm a big fan. You mind if I snap a pic real quick? Boom, man. Thank you so much, and leave. That's yeah. the. That's the. Those are the two moves. Not in the restroom. That, yeah. Well, I've had that. <laughs> hey, man, can I shake your hand? I'm like, well, let me shake my dick first. And then I'll, uh, and then I'll shake your hand. Um, but yes, that is the move. Yeah. 
right? Those are the two moves that if you can knock those out with any, I would assume any celebrity. Yeah. You know, I have, I was with a comedian. I'm not going to name his name. And we were at the Melrose Improv, which you go to the Melrose Improv in LA. If you love comedy, you go to the Melrose Improv in LA and you have a drink at the front bar Mm -hmm. and you will see and probably meet 10 comedians. Yeah. Famous ones, big ones. Same with the comedy store. Yeah. You go have a drink in the front patio of the comedy store and you walk around to the back, you're probably going to see 10 to 15 great stand-up comedians. Yeah. And I'm not just saying guys at my level. I'm talking about Chris Rock. I mean, Chappelle, Chappelle. you know, uh, Bill Burr. I mean, big, big, big names. You know, Um, you go, you hang out and and you'll just, you'll see everybody kind of walking around and hanging out. But I was hanging out with a very, very big name comedian. And this guy came over and he goes, can I get a picture? Yeah. And this comic goes, how about you have a drink? Have a drink. And then the guy goes, man, you know what? You're a dick and walked off. And this comedian was like, I asked you to have a drink with me. I don't want to take a picture with you, but if you want to stand here and have a drink with us and join our conversation, you can. Yeah. And I'm like, how is that a dick move? You just offered so much more. You could have like participated in a full on conversation. Right, you could have hung out. We were all hanging out. Yeah. You know, and this comedian goes, bro, just grab a drink. Like you're here. Yeah. He's like, I just want a picture. And he's like, well, I don't want to take a picture, but I'll, I'll hang out. Yeah. And then the guy was like, you're a dick, man. And then left. And that comedian looks at me and goes, really? Who says stay and hang out? <laughs> Which is what I do. And I'm always like, well, man, I'm here. Like, yeah. you want to hang out? I hang out, you know? But it's like when I always invite, you know, and not this year I don't have a date, but every year that I'm performing in Vegas. Yeah. I literally get on stage and go, hey. Join us in Vegas. Here's the dates. Me and my wife would love to hang out with you. Yeah. And we mean it. And and sometimes people are like, well, I know you said. And I'm like, bro, I don't say things I don't mean. Yeah. And if I don't want you around, I have no problem politely saying, hey, me and my wife are doing something by ourselves. Today. Yeah. Right. But if I say, come hang out. Yeah. Come hang out. You know? Speaking of, a couple of things. We, we have to wrap it up. Um, three great episodes today. Three <laughs> fantastic episodes. Oh. They only get to see one. Um, we didn't even tell them. We filmed a commercial for Aztec Chevrolet, and it That's turned out so next. cute. It turned out so cute. Because you're in it. Wow. We did good. We, we filmed a commercial <laughs> for our friends at Aztec Chevrolet. And Steve was so good in it. No, you were so good. <laughs> um... Well, I was laughing because we ended up having to shoot it in our home. So you are going to see the inside of our home. Uh, However, for safety purposes, we did not show the front of our home. Yeah. We use what's called B-roll, right? We just Uh show a house. It's basically the White House. And I I know. I was like, dang, dude. Thanks, Rick. our, Our outside of our house looks badass, dude. Um, but we filmed it and we want you to see it. So after this episode, hang around if you want to for a 30 second um, Steve and Captain Evil commercial. I'm very proud of it. I so think it did quick. Good. It turned yeah. out really great. Um, and um, and we have tons of because you're so funny. Steve does like silly things on camera that don't fit for the commercial and wouldn't work. But we lie. have we have a great a lot of B-roll. I think we're going to have to share it on our social media yeah, like or something. The, uh, the outtakes or something. Yes. Yeah, that'll yeah. be fun. And then. Uh, OldSaltCoffee.com. Yes. Um, thank you so much, guys, for the continued support. Uh, several people have sent photographs saying, hey, here's my Old Salt Coffee came in. So thank you so much. 
uh, oldsaltcoffee.com. Uh, Trevino 10 gets you 10%. Get, yes. a, get an annual subscription. You, you know, you're... You're going to drink coffee anyway. You're already buying coffee. You might as well buy coffee from a veteran-owned company and from people who support uh, my wife and I. So please, please, please. And then last but not least. One more thing. We are still fundraising money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And um, yes, you can that go is last but not least. to the link in our bios if you want to donate. We're still doing that for a couple more weeks. Um, but because of that, we're, people are sharing their stories and reaching out and letting us know how cancer has affected them. So someone um, sent us in honor of Brielle Avery Barber. They sent him some sent us some shirts. It's Brielle's Butterflies on Facebook. But there's this thing on Facebook called the Kindness Card Project that they're a part of. Um, so they sent us some. She's a sweet, sweet little girl that passed away due to childhood cancer. But they sent us some of her shirts. So we're going to put those in the mail for some people and um, pass on that kindness. Um, And then we're going to try and do, we appreciate you guys helping us with our fundraising efforts, but we wanted to do something a little more interactive and we're trying to find more ways to get you guys involved. So we are going to try and set up Comedy Bingo. Steve and I are going to host a bingo fundraiser that will be all on Zoom and you can buy a ticket for it. So we'll keep you posted with how that works. Well, you know, and, and we are, you know, Rick and I and, and, and Captain Evil here, we've been talking about how can we get the, the people watching more involved. We, we're trying to set up a way that you guys can be a virtual studio audience. So please look out for that. And then, you know, I, I have been um, humbled. And, and also, you, you know, when you get involved with the charity, you know, all the things that I've learned with Helicopters for Heroes working with veterans, helping veterans, um, which by the way, you could win a 1937 Ford restored pickup truck on helicoptersforheroes.com, $20 raffle tickets. So get them. But you know, with, with this LLS, Mm -hmm. um, just the the stories and people reaching out and saying, Hey, this really is a good charity. And they, they specifically helped me, a family member, other people. So, um, please, please, please join us in raising money for that. Uh, and a big shout out because I have somebody being affected right now. A friend of mine that I went to high school with, uh, Russo Nobi, uh, we call him Kawami. Um, he is, he is battling cancer right now and I'm very proud of him. He's fighting like hell and, and got out of the hospital and home. He's not cancer free yet, but, uh, Russo, uh, from the Trevinos keep fighting, man. We love you. Uh, we know what kind of heart you have, and we wish you the very, very best and a speedy recovery, my friend. Uh, Steve Trevino and Captain Evil here. Enjoy this commercial. Hey, I was thinking. No. What about this? No. It's a no. Hey, Captain Evil. I was thinking. No. Okay. Hey, Captain Evil. What do you think about this? Yes. Head over to Aztec Chevrolet, where even Captain Evil says yes. 